Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. And don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And you know, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. You can watch us too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And if you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group today, you'll see there's a great article that's just posted about four of our Mississippi communities or towns, could you say, that were voted in the top 50 of the best small towns in the South. And I thought, wow, look at us. We don't just get one in there. We get Four in the top 50, although we could all argue that many of our small towns here in Mississippi should be and could be on that list. I'm not sure exactly what they use to sort of scale it down. But anyway, we got four four wonderful communities that are represented there. Shout out to Bay St. Louis. You are number 47 on the list. This is Southern Living, who was uh, creating this list of the top 50 small communities in the country. And you writers raved about the Coastal Mississippi's town being beachy yet city-esque sort of feel. So you get both of those worlds, the best of both worlds there in, in Bay St. Louis. And then I guess you're going a little north or maybe northeast. I'm bad with my directions, but you're headed to Laurel coming up next, about 95 miles north of Bay St. Louis. And you, man, Laurel, you guys have really made a name for yourself with not just the rise of the HGTV show. I know hometown brings a lot of publicity to Laurel and jump started a lot, but it took the entire community to sort of galley around that and sort of make the changes one person one show one whatever can't do that when you see a community starting to gain that kind of momentum and then watching everybody sort of jump in and jump on board that's when you start to see the type of type of changes in that way and so a lot of people would love to just go and um, visit there as well as uh, you know call it home if you do watch the show I just was uh, thumbing through Instagram here recently and Erin Napier who is the co-host of that show she had she was called quickly into their Laurel Mercantile where there was Princess Diana's old chief of staff and then another lady who was on uh, the Bush administration staff. They were in visiting. They weren't making their announcement. They were just in visiting. Uh, Their Laurel had chosen it and of course if you know anything about Erin she's been open about her love of Princess Diana over her years as a small child and what a cool moment it was not only for her but also for Laurel but also to show that 
it's drawing those type of visitors internationally without being prompted to come just out of the curiosity of what we're doing here in small town Mississippi. And I thought, man, that's pretty cool. And then how surreal to sort of get that kind of phone call to rush downtown in Laurel, Mississippi and meet. Got somebody you might want to meet. You got somebody you might want to meet. And you're like, what? This is cool. All right, that's two of the four if you're if you're uh, counting with us. Oxford, Mississippi is in, on the list as well. It brings a lot to the table. It's also a college town, yes, but it's got leading writers as well as um, some of the best sort of shopping and dining also in sort of small town uh, Mississippi. It's growing and thriving. And, you know, it's sometimes it's hard being a university town to still appeal to families of all sizes and sort of people of all ages. But Oxford has seemed to sort of figure out how um, to do that. And then last on the list is Ocean Springs. I would say last on this list, but not last on the list of like really cool small towns. I think uh, we'd all say there's a reason why our hometown or our small town should be on that list. But it's Ocean Springs. And so it's the easternmost counterpart to Bay St. Louis. And it's artsy. And, you know, it was the highest ranked on this list number 18 out of 50 for Southern Living. And it's a thriving community. It's got a lot of entertainment districts. So they say it's got the beauty of the Gulf Coast and so delicious food and and sort of, you know, all the things. So all the things. And these are all the things that you and your family can get out and sort of enjoy, too, I think, with spring break literally around the corner um, coming up next week for so many of us. We're looking for those day trips or those just weekend getaways or one-niners. And we've got so many small towns that that's what it fits perfectly for is going to sort of do that one-stop shop or that one sort of day or or day and a half kind of trip. And we overlook those for thinking we have to stay or plan bigger trips for further away. And we need to reclaim sort of the weekend um, getaway. So this is your chance. If you were to make the case for your small town for a 24-hour, 48-hour sort of getaway, what would you tell people to do? Not necessarily where to stay or you could say where to eat and like what to do. 601-879-4395. So, Rhino, I'm going to start you off with uh, Tupelo. If someone was going to drive through, head through, go to Tupelo, what would you say? Man, you could eat here and make a stop there and you would have a fun little day trip. Hmm. I haven't been I threw you on the, threw you under the bus long enough to... Uh to know what's still available. If you if Finney's was still open, I'd say stop at Finney's. Johnny's is still open, so stop at Johnny's. Get a Johnny Burger. Or if you don't like dough burgers, get a hot ham and cheese. That's what I got when I was growing up. Because it's 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 like Sonic where you can pull in and, mm-hmm. and order. Because car hop comes out to you. I think they still do that. So it's kind of a retro feel for eating. Or you can go inside and check out all the Elvis memorabilia mm-hmm. and, and enjoy the fair. Um, Make all the Elvis stops. Oh, yeah. You probably could. Well, on that side of town, you could go see the statue. You can go see his birthplace and all that if you wanted to make it an Elvis trip. I don't remember if the car museum's still open or not, but if it's right there on that side of town. So after you leave Johnny's, you can go to the car museum. So I said that kind of selfishly because I'm actually headed to Tupelo. It's not necessarily for, I would say, spring break, but I'm very excited. One of our former guests here on Good Things, Superior Artisan Woods out of Tupelo, uh, you, they go out and reclaim uh, wood for it to be transformed into something else, hardwood specifically. They don't want to see any wood wind up in dumpsters or land. 
landfills that just simply don't need to be there. That's one way we can keep our landfills down. I mean, it makes total sense. They're doing great work in there. And so they, I commissioned them to make me a door. And so I'm super excited to go and be able to pick it up. And so I was secretly hoping you would have the perfect place for me to go for lunch or maybe to stop by and see something. Um, that I hadn't sort of seen before, but there will be other folks that could choose Tupelo too as sort of a weekend getaway or Well, stay. if you really want a unique experience and you're headed to Tupelo and it's over on that side of town, so you could pass Johnny's and go to it, you got to look up Clay's House of Pig. Now, bless his heart, Clay isn't with us anymore. He passed away during the, the COVID stuff, but his family has kept Clay's House of Pig up and running. And their portions are phenomenal. Now, you might not agree with the portion That's side. That's okay, but I have learned in my old age to bring things home for eating later. Oh, yeah. So it, it's one of those. It's kind of like ordering fries at Five Guys, and, mm-hmm. and they look at you funny if you get the large. They're going to ask you if you try to get something bigger. Do you, are you sure you want that much? But Clay's House of Pig, it has phenomenal barbecue. It has great food. And the claim to fame is it's a eating place. In a bait shop. Huh. So it's just one of those, if you know, you know. Oh, yeah. And then you go in and you sort of enjoy it. Well, you know, I, I'm all the four. I'm going to be hungry driving that far <laughs> up and sort of back for, for a door. Uh, Carl said, sadly, the car museum is closed. I thought that was the case. It's closed permanently. Just double dip. Go to Johnny's and go to Clay's House of Pig. You know, work at all the carbs to get me back uh, on time. I saw someone else mention, um, don't forget your museums. And I'm glad you mentioned that because... We have so many of small museums just in our our own communities, and they're usually quirky, and they're not the grand size of, say, the two museums here in central Mississippi uh, that would take hours and the whole day to sort of go through. Uh, but it would be a great, like, afternoon, even if you still have to work and think, oh, I haven't taken the kids to the train museum or I haven't taken them to the blues museum or I haven't taken them to, you know, if you the apron museum if you're up in Iuka or wherever it may be. This would be a fun week to say, hey, let me just pick one rando museum that's within 30 miles 40 miles i guarantee you've got one um in in within your driving distance 50 miles for sure i would say maybe not some but for the most part i would say there's a museum within 50 miles and just go walk through it go grab you know some ice cream sort of after and you've done something cool and unique for spring break that it's out of the ordinary and not hard to plan now somebody let me know that that's been there because i haven't been there in years but is the Orendon Museum still open in Tupelo? Because it's right there by Ballard Park. So you've got a big park where they play soccer and all kind of stuff and a walking trail and a lake. And right next to it, you've got a museum. Huh. Dan in Hattiesburg. If you're coming to Hattiesburg, you need to go to Lucky Rabbit, visit the Pocket Museum, eat at Ed's Burger or Coney Island, and visit the Military Museum at Camp Shelby. Day done. And if you've got small children, the zoo. I will always be a big fan of the of the Hattiesburg Zoo. So well done. All right, stick with us. Keep keep telling us where we can go to your in your community. Coming up next. Beat. 
positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. things we are on computer your mobile device you can watch it on roku amazon fire tv devices even youtube you can now watch super talk tv on ceasefire tv if you got that we are on channel 70 right next to the weather channel a little chillier here in central mississippi today but it's right on trend with us being on the cusp of spring break it would be abnormal if we actually had warm weather for you to get out and go enjoy the outdoors for spring break but it's still beautiful it's not as cold as it could be and hopefully it won't be a washout for many of us but we're having fun today sort of tooting our own horn in our small towns if somebody was going to make a day trip or just a half day trip or a two-day trip to your community for spring break just to stretch their legs and get out and do something fun what would you recommend that they do is there a must stop to eat place is there a great sort of low-key family entertainment option museum parks or is there something you can really swing for the fences and maybe go all out and do 601-879-4395 someone said Orin Dunn, as you were mentioning, is still open and doing well. And so that's the Tupelo area, correct? Yes, that's the museum that's right next to Ballard Park in Tupelo, southwest Tupelo. And Clay's House, is that also in Tupelo? Clay's House of Pigs, that's what I'm talking about. Chop! It's Fat Guy's Dream. I love it. Stephen from, from Newton. It's amazing. Is that far from where I will be in, in motion this next week? Um... Potentially, but only like 15 minutes or so. Gotcha. Meridium has a steam engine museum, Leo and Macomb said. I think that's super cool. Something we've had here on Good Things before, but I hadn't ever gotten the opportunity to go through. But that's one of those things. If you've gone and you've done the Max, maybe you've done the Children's Museum, you've eaten there at um, oh the one of the oldest um, places in uh, Mississippi. I, was, I can see it. Why? Widemans. It's like Wyndham's Widemans. We're going to get it. Yeah. See how many great notes I take. And But that would be adding. It's right there in the downtown sort of area. And so if it's like, oh, I've done it all. Well, maybe you hadn't. Like get out and sort of go see something something new. I mean, what do you got to lose? Uh, Dan in Hansburg says, how could I forget our zoo? They're adding a water park to the zoo sometime this year. Yes, they are. And they're adding lots of great um, little um I guess activities and and whatever. If you haven't done the Hattiesburg Zoo, I highly recommend adding that to your list. I do not get paid by them, but I should. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's a, it's like five bucks to get in, and it's well done. And it's uh, you may not be a full day, so you'd have time to sort of do something else. So you could piggyback another really great stop along with that. In Tupelo, too, the Nautical Whimsy Italian Restaurant in downtown Tupelo. Jay said. So lots of good recommendations coming on in so you can keep keep those coming. I think we all need to be reminded of the fun little things that you can do. I know um, Will, who's also from Tupelo, was just telling me that I could take the trace if I wanted oh, a yeah. more scenic sort of route to head up that way. Save gas, too. Save gas. Why? How do you save gas? You're going slower. Oh. <clears throat> I was like, how? Huh. 
I may definitely do that back. It's right there in that butter zone of you're you're still going fast enough to where you're not wasting gas, but you're not going so fast that you're just burning it to go faster. But we forget the trace is like just to pull like if you're traveling the trace and you've got a little extra time. There are so many little stops along the trace that we forget that we can pull over, be a tourist on our own travel. Oh, yeah. You can learn about the the history of the Magnolia State from prehistory up to modern times. Well, not not fully modern, but within living memory. And if you don't want to learn about the history, you can still take in the nature because there's tons of nature trails or walking trails or just little areas where you can just stretch your legs. Stretch your legs, pack a picnic, do all those sort of fun things. Um, I think is is really cool. We over so like you're either the family we mentioned. I think this yesterday. You're either that family that's gung ho. You're taking the whole week off. You're going to the beach. You're doing something fun. You're utilizing this entire week to sort of be together. Or you're that family that's got sports and that's sort of taken over. And you may be going to the tournaments and all that. And then there's the rest of us who are still trying to balance like work and make it cool for the kids and all of that. And so I think that's kind of the the niche we're looking at today is like, what are those just out of the routine for Monday through Thursday, either morning or afternoon? Could you go and do in your own community that's like neat and memorable for your kid without it having to be like taking all the week off or re- you know putting in all the money for hotels and stays because if you think back it's it's those like smaller fun obscure moments to the everyday that your kids or you remember sort of the most it's that random getting to go to you know waffle house and, or your local pancake place instead of um just having something at the house if there if there are any diners left that actually serve breakfast anymore versus your IHOPs and your Waffle Houses and all I, that. I think it was at the Memphis Zoo. So technically it's in Tennessee, but it was a trip from Well, then Tupelo that story is not allowed Zoo. here. No. But I don't remember <laughs> hardly any of the animals from the trip to the Memphis Zoo. I just remember the two souvenirs I got to get. One was the the penny that you squish with the, yes! the rotating thing where you put in like two quarters and a penny and twist it and you get the squished penny that and they had like injection molded plastic toys that were zoo animals i got a rhino of course but you would push a button and put the quarters in and then you could watch this plastic shoot down into the mold and then you had to wait a second and then it would plop it out i don't remember any of the animals i just remember the little fun things i was playing with when i was there I remember I had the to be penny. seven or eight when I was going. You know, that's an underrated sort of gift. Uh, we've gotten one. It feels like sort of the mountains or the zoos are the more places that do that. But how cool is that? I feel like that should pick up steam or sort of come back, be revised in all the different places because you could totally collect those type of those type of little things. Like, oh yeah, I mean, it, I feel like those were common in malls in some places. Maybe so. Although, when I think of malls and I think of pennies, I think of the big whirlpool, I guess would be a le- less nerdy way of saying it. It looks like a gravitational pool. Oh, when you put it in and, and it's put spin it in, around? It goes all the way around. That's a great way to collect money for a charity because every kid wants to do it. Shane and Tupelo, check out Blue Canoe, Pork and Beans, or Smash Burger. Okay, guys, I'm literally going to be there for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Y'all are eating good in Tupelo. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what else is going on in your town, but you got some great food recommendations. Bobby and Batesville said, I can still smell those wax animals being made. I'll never forget that smell. Told you. I felt, you know, it, those kind of um, iconic ways of doing vacations or doing like the fun things you don't feel like your kids have those anymore kind of the same way uh that's instilled like remembering the well, it's because every activity for the kids nowadays is just time away from my screen i got to get back to my screen i got to check out my influencers i don't know if the kids know about influencers but they're being well, they don't know that they're called influencers you know, they're not they don't know they're being uh they're being called because i was sitting here trying to think like have my kids gotten to experience that in the in um, Pigeon Forge? We did the the penny. We did do the penny sort of thing, um, but not the plastic animal souvenir. That may be too dangerous for kids nowadays because it did heat up a little bit and it was pouring hot wax into a mold. If something went wrong, I could see the liability being bad. Pork and greens. What did I call it? Pork and beans. <laughs> is what you said. <laughs> Well, you know, that makes for a good meal, too. (laughs) I'm glad I got you to laugh, Shane. It's the pork and greens or the smash burger. Pork and beans. That's off a movie, right? Yes. There's something about Mary, (laughs) which is not a family-friendly movie. No. No, it's not. But speaking of the movie. It's funny, but it's not family friendly. (laughs) Speaking of movies, and we'll have Tanya coming up next, but that's a great sort of, to me, and it even feels weird for the parent to say, like on a rando Tuesday night, like, let's go, let's, let's go and our dinner will be popcorn and hot dog or whatever and go see a movie. Like, how much fun would that, you feel like you're breaking like some cosmic rule or something like you're 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 living outside of the lines and it the mom is or the dad usually super tired the next day because they still have to go to work so it's still like a traditional work week for them but for the kid it's like we got to see a movie on a tuesday yeah i feel like that's a cutoff point for everybody in their life and it's it's one of it's not the first step and it's not even one of the first few steps but it is it is a step towards adulthood when you realize the reason you had Certain family, like if you had pizza night on Friday night, you realize that wasn't just as a treat to the kids. That was because mom and dad were tired at the end of the week. Absolutely. I get that with wholehearted now when mom's like, hey, we're going by Blockbuster and grabbing a pizza on the way home. And you're like, yes. And mom's like, fuck, I'm not cooking a dang thing else this week. We are taking the easy road out. And you're, you know, but to the kid, it was like the best night of the week. Hey, that's a good idea, too. Like our red box movie get home and a pizza would make it a lot of fun as well all right stick with us though we got tanya coming up next Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
jump, Rhino. It's been two weeks since we've had Tanya in here, so there's like so many movies that this could be. All right. Do you know what it is? Hold on. Tanya, do you know what this is? I don't. If it's something this weekend, my best guess is maybe 65. So is it this weekend or has it already been out? It's already been out. Oh, is it uh, Demon Slayer? No, but uh, closer. It's, It's about a fight or fights. This oh, is the walkout you... music for Felix in Creed 3. Ah. <gasps> oh, you're getting good at this, Rhino. Okay. Which came out last weekend? Yes. All right. And it's doing great. It was number one at the box office. I have not had a chance to see it yet, but I cannot wait. So where does it pick up on the story? Because if you end up on the second one, he actually ends up winning, right? Like, Because he doesn't win in the first Creed. Like, I guess his fight. And Ron is saying yes. So in the second one, he finally, like, earns the right, I guess, to, to win his match, like, in terms of the thing. And so do you know where the third one picks up? I don't. But just watching interviews with Michael B. Jordan, um, it sounds like he's kind of out of the limelight and has a reason to come back. So a mm-hmm. new enemy. Well, always. So, yeah. So now it's a crapshoot, though, because you got, like... He's lost one. He's won one, and now it's like, well, what's gonna? How, how are we gonna? Yeah. How are we gonna roll with that? Well, and the bad thing, Jonathan Majors is playing the bad guy in this one, and he just—I mean—he's also in Ant Man as the bad guy. And the reason I'm using quotes for those of you listening is because he's one of those bad guys you kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got a way to sit a little bit of yeah. the swagger with it. Yeah. So you yeah. don't know who to root for. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's one of many. I know. So what else has been happening on the big clearing? Yeah. So, um, this weekend we have quite, you know, we have the Oscars coming up Sunday, which is like the weekend I live for. Um, so the movies being released this weekend to me are targeting the people that are not going to be sitting at home watching the Oscars Sunday. Um, and the first one is Scream 6. It um, didn't make it to the Oscars? It did not. <laughs> but of course, you know, it's just more of the same. If you, I've seen, I have not seen all of the Screams, but the few I've seen, pretty much a, a formula there, you know. But some of your, you know, Courtney Cox is back. Some of your original characters are still there. Um, And then 65 is a new movie out this weekend with Adam Driver, who I love. Um, And he is like an astronaut that somehow gets he, he lands on Earth where when dinosaurs were still living. So, you know, just a, a little bit of a perilous situation uh champions is a movie out this weekend with woody harrelson now this is a, i think a cute one um he's like being punished for something and his um to make amends for whatever he's done he has to coach a team of um i think special needs kids basketball and of course it changes his his whole view on the world and you know woody's such a good actor uh, and he can pull off a good guy, you know, the the spectrum from as good as you get to as bad as you get. Uh, and then Southern Gospel is a, a faith-based movie out this weekend. That Another um, one? Another one. Um, you know, um, Jesus Revolution is, like, doing way better than projected. It's, like, already made over $30 million. And um, so this one is kind of on the heels of that, but it's about, like, a... A rock star who hits rock bottom and has to kind of start over. And so quite a variety of things this weekend. But the big attraction is going to be at home 
Sunday afternoon for the Oscars. Do you do a whole part? Do you like? Do you do like appetizers? And I have do. Like, you know, I've been. In fact, I spent last night making out my list, and it's really just me and my sister. That's okay. <laughs> but you know, my family's with us. But um, yeah, so getting everything. What's all, on the Oscar appetizer list? Well, it's going to be a a balance of healthy and not healthy. And just to give everybody options, but you know, chips, dip, veggies, yeah, um, little hot dogs, cupcakes, all the so, things. I'm coming to your house. Yeah, <laughs> and I ordered like little Oscar picks to put in the tooth in the cupcakes. So it'll be fun. What time does it start? See, uh, the show is at seven, but I spent a couple of minutes earlier this week queuing up to record everything the pre-show post-show wrap-up pre-show uh, you know all the specials associated with the oscars and the red carpets and it's like 50 something hours <laughs> worth of entertainment lord <laughs> now i will That's not more watch than the super bowl I, know, I will not watch every minute of everything but i'll watch a good bit of it so okay so what are you excited about yeah i'm really just totally excited about i mean there's some that I think are categories that are surefire they're going to win. I'm excited. Jimmy Kimmel is back to host. That's going to be fun. Um, best picture. I think it's a lock in for everything, everywhere, all at once. It keeps winning everything, including the Critics' Choice Award, which is a good precursor or predictor. And, um, I guess the one, the category that I'm really excited about because it could go, Either way is best actor. Um, you've got Austin Butler for Elvis, who is I'm pulling for. I really hope he wins just because, you know, we've all got that Elvis connection because we're Mississippi, but he just really does a great job and deserves it. No question. Yeah. Um, but Brendan Fraser, they both kind of been splitting all the award shows. Uh, they take turns winning. Momentum's kind of with Brendan, but I wouldn't be mad if he wins just because this is kind of a good comeback story for him. And then another comeback story in the supporting actor uh, category is um, an actor from Everything Everywhere All at Once, and he has won everything. Uh, Kay uh, Kwan, he is a former kid actor from... The Goonies and one of the Indiana Jones movies. And he Temple loves, yeah, Temple of Dune. He's passionate about acting, but found himself once he, once he reached a certain age, he couldn't get a job. And so he decided to go back to school. He's been working like in editing for all these years. And then he gets a call for this movie. And so he's not only acting again, but he's, an Oscar-nominated actor now. What a cool story. Yeah, so, you know, great comeback stories this year. Um, actress in a leading role. Everybody seems to think Kate Blanchett's going to win, but I'm hoping Michelle Yeoh is going to win. Um, also, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, and then supporting actress Angela Bassett is my pick for Black Panther. Um, but I also would like to see Jamie Lee Curtis win. So Has she ever won an Oscar? I don't think she has. I'm not even sure if she's been nominated. She's having a little bit of a moment. Like yeah. People are kind of gravitating to her uh, right now in positive ways, at least if it feels like. Yeah, and she's so well-connected, and she's just such a a 
cheerleader for everybody that knows her. So, you know, it, the Oscars, the Academy members that are actually actors vote in this category. So I feel like that um, she, you know, will have a lot of support from her peers. And she just won the SAG Award. And that's another uh, award that's voted by your peers. So it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, there's no other than supporting actor. I really don't think there's any shoe-ins this week. I well, mean, that this makes weekend it exciting. makes it a lot more fun yeah. for sure. But, um, yeah, so, and then also best song, original song. Um, I would love to see, uh, the Lady Gaga song, Hold My Hand from Top Gun win. Um, but it's probably gonna be, um, and I can't read my own writing, um, Natu Natu from RRR. It has won everything else up to this date. So, and I just heard today that Lady Gaga's not singing at the show. So, kind of gives it away. Yeah. You have not mentioned Top Gun and you have not mentioned, um, oh, the blue people. Oh, Avatar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think now Avatar is, uh, well, they're both nominated for Best Picture, but I, Think Navitar, uh, Navitar, Avatar. I think I we're gonna. It. I, I did it. I think we're gonna see it win maybe a technical award here or there. Um, and Top Gun, I think its best chance might be like visual effects or another Has one of those technical. Anything? Has it sweeped anything this year? Um, it won like I mean, some the of the guilds. Office. Like um, I think it may have won a producers guild guild award. Um, recently, but it's been nominated for everything. And I mean, you can't argue that it has really made things turn around for the cinema. And I think it deserves some credit for that for sure. Poor Tom. I know, I know. But, um, it would not hurt my feelings if it won. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. So that's Sunday. So that means next week we get all the juicy gossip. Yeah. You've got 40, 50 hours of TV to watch between now and next Friday, <laughs> Tanya. But so yeah, I be- think the two big winners, t- uh, Sunday night are going to be everything everywhere all at once. And Elvis. I think those two are going to win. It'd be cool to lots. watch Elvis win. I yeah. Think that would be a great story, at least for us here in Mississippi. All righty. Thank you, girl. And you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. good things don't forget we are on your computer your mobile device just head on over to supertalktv.com if you are out and about this weekend around town make sure you find a registration box and register for some morgan wallen tickets he's coming to oxford april the 23rd that's a sunday he's going to be performing at vault hemingway stadium and from what i hear it's a sold to a sold out crowd for the saturday and sunday um uh, shows and we've got two sweet seat tickets up for grabs. And so you got to register to be able to get those. 
And the ticket giveaway is brought to you by First South Farm Credit, King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Brookhaven. It's pretty cool thinking about those comeback stories. I really like that talking that Tanya just um, mentioned to us about the guy in the Goonies. And then he was in, what was his name? The not in the Goonies. I just always call him Short Round because I can't pronounce his name. It's Vietnamese. But then to know that he went on and he had like this whole other life, and he sort of like detached and gave up the the dream of acting because he like every he was just keep hearing no. You keep hearing no so much, you got to start eating. So you figure out, you know what? Maybe I should just go a different route. And then to get the opportunity to come back and now be Oscar nominated, like man, I'd love to sit down with, like with him and just be like, what is this? Has got to be like crazy to think that. Um, but there's other actors or actresses that sort of had that they've they had success. Or got their foot in the door. It didn't work out. They went on and did other things. Like life moved on. Life went on. And it's, you know, you wonder if they just completely detached from that dream or always had like the idea in the back of their head or or slowly putting themselves out there. And then for whatever reason, they get, you know, chosen for another role and they their career gets sparked again. And then they're all for phase two of, of that particular career. It just goes to show you never give up or never totally give up. But also don't be afraid to accept like a, you know, a right or left turn or pivot within your career. It doesn't mean you can't ever find your way sort of back to it or something unique come out of it, I think, in that way. But talking about the Goonies, how cool would it be to go back and do like a where are they now from some of our favorite 80s and 90s cult classics and, you know, and see where who how did they grow up where did they come now because some of those child actors and actresses i mean they're grown now with other careers or continued careers and children and we just remember them as the face in our movie and now to sort of see you know where where are they now does one stick to mind that you go oh i wonder where they're at now uh, well, it actually came to mind when Tanya was talking about the movie coming out this weekend, Champions, where Woody Harrelson is court-ordered to be a coach. And I immediately thought of, wait, that's the plot to the Mighty Ducks. It is! So I would love to see where the Mighty Ducks are now. Oh, all the kids? Oh, yeah. And the little rascals? Like, where are they at now when you think like think back to the the kid movies and maybe not just the stars but like just everybody and sort of see how they've grown up or what do they look like or what are they sort of doing now i saw um the if you remember back i think it's the teletubbies that had the son that had the face yes yes that face the girl who is that face she just she grew up she's married she just had her first kid if that if that doesn't make you feel like old and you know whatever so she's when it, because we weren't Teletubbies wasn't for us it was more for no that was after us but not after us enough that our kids like our it's not really like now like my kids never really had them it was more of like my nieces and nephews who uh, my brothers are a bit older but they were really into it so it feels like Teletubbies mm-hmm. came about at the end of the Barney reign of children's television and Barney came about after we were kids. The 80s didn't get everything right. Let's just put it that way. The 80s and 90s didn't didn't hit a nail on the head on everything. But if you remember that, if your kids watched that or your grandkids did, that stupid little sunshine that had a bright little smiley face, she was that face. I can't think of her name. She is now a parent, grown up and had a parent. And I think that's kind of that's neat to sort of think about. 
like where where they've grown. Like the kids on Look Who's Talking. I've seen I've seen or it's, I think it's one kid, but no, it's a couple. Like there's a couple of kids in there. They'll do that. Like where are they now? Some have like taken dramatically different routes in life, and then some went down the path you sort of figured that they that, that they would. This being good things, and it being a Friday, and it being right near the end of good things. Oh God, you're I, scaring me. I'm not going to talk about the kid who played Anakin in the Star Wars prequels. Oh, does that not end well? It did not end well for him. There's a lot of child actors that I just wouldn't wish that on. I don't think I would wish that on my. I know, you know, on your kid. I think in the the ones like in the eighties or that may have had a little bit better detachment from the social media part of all of it, the get out and do something good. I would say Macaulay Culkin is the best example of both sides of the child actor coin. He was a child actor. He had a rough time afterwards where he got involved in all kinds of illicit and illegal activities. But now he's got his life back on track and he's doing good things. So good there you go. And Jeff reminds us Hannah, Hannah Montana took her turn. <laughs> Stick with us. we got more coming up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here. Or no, we're not here tomorrow. We knew <laughs> Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.